welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I'm your husband and GM, Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. Diana, guess what? Guess what? What? Chicken butt? <laughs> <laughs> We've been recording this podcast for one year this week. Woo! And I think two days after this comes out, it will be our one-year anniversary of Heart Points. That's so exciting! You know what I like? Hmm. I like that you remember this anniversary. I have never <laughs> forgotten our anniversary. That's true. You've never forgotten our anniversary. That's very, very true. You um, know that. <laughs> I mean, it's a very easy anniversary to remember. I have forgotten other things, but I've never forgotten my our birthday. <laughs> I have never forgotten. Uh, I've forgotten your an- your birthday on days that weren't your birthday. Yes. I've no. Never yes. Missed no. A oh, birthday. no. Never. No. Never in an important way. Absolutely not. But I also can't remember my own age ninety percent of the time. <laughs> So I don't think you can hold that against me. We've been playing for a year, so we thought it would be a fun. Uh, it would be fun to return to a game that we both enjoyed, yeah. or I very much enjoyed, called Starcrossed. I like this game. What I'm about to say is going to make it sound like I don't like this game. I do like this game, mm-hmm. but what this game focuses on is my least favorite part of being in a relationship, and that's the dating part. And it it is accompanied with all of the anxiety that comes along with the dating part. Is he going to kiss me? Is he not going to kiss me? Are my feelings returned? Is this a date? Is this not a date? Are we friends? Are we more than friends? Do I say this? Do the, 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 I hate all of that. It's awful. And every time I have to pull one of these Jenga blocks... I feel all of that pressure coming back, and it's awful. But this game is really fun. It yes, it, all of that agreed. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's a really, it's very good at causing the stress that you feel when you have a crush on someone. I hate um, that. It is fantastic, and it's terrible. <laughs> uh, and I really like that. I think it, I think it's really cool. If you're not familiar with Starcross, it is a game by Alex Roberts recently had a very successful Kickstarter. I say recently, but it was a few months ago. Uh, It's a two-player RPG about two characters who really, really want to, but really, really can't. It uses a Jenga tower. Anytime the characters touch or express their feelings to one another, you have to pull a brick from the Jenga tower, and when the Jenga tower falls, the relationship uh, reaches a turning point. And the nature of that kind of depends on how how many bricks you managed to pull. If you haven't, we, when the game was kickstarting, we played a game of it called Haptic Feedback. Yes, we did. About an asteroid miner and their ship's AI. I highly recommend it. I thought it was fun. And I thought we would return to this for our uh, one year episode. Yeah. Now, there was maybe some insistent on my part to do a very different one-year anniversary special, but we're going to hold off on a drunk episode for later. We are going to start prepping that um, yes. immediately. Yes, because uh, I want to. Yeah, and I have some ideas for it, and I think we can do something cool with it. But We I, need more time. Yeah, and I've been wanting to return to Star Crossed since we played it last time. Yeah, you really have. We had a bunch of ideas for Starcross scenarios mm-hmm. when we first uh, when we first played, and um, I think we're going to take one of those. Yeah. Which uh, which did you want to do? I want to do the warriors stuck somewhere, um, and I think when we had talked about it, we had talked about a temple. Uh, I just think that would be really fun, and it fits along with my romance novels, and also I think it would be much easier than being a robot. 
Fair. <laughs> Definitely fair. Um, yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. And we did talk, we talked a little bit before. We haven't made our characters yet, but we did talk about their situation. So we want to play in, in like, we'll, we'll probably figure more of this out over the course of play. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but starting off, we know that our characters are on opposite sides of a um, Bronze Age, Iron Age, like pre-medieval war mm -hmm. uh, from opposite clans, cities, families, whatever, and are on opposing sides, but still worship the same god or goddess. And the night, week, sometime before a big battle, they both go to this temple um, and get trapped there for some reason. Mm -hmm. And we talked in the news recently, you may have heard about the uh, soccer team from Thailand. The, uh, I think it's like 12, 10 to 12 year old boys yeah. and their coach uh, went exploring a cave system and a monsoon suddenly hit without warning and they've gotten trapped there. They've been found, which is great and amazing. They're currently trying to work out like how to rescue them or if they're going to literally have to stay in that cave for months with just being supported with air and water which is horrifying but not as horrifying to me as attempting to cave dive right like if it were me i would just i would stay there and not no i wouldn't move um <laughs> so i think we, we talked yes about we did. doing that yeah and i think that that could easily i think it could easily explain why we were both there at the temple, so if the temple's in some sort of cave system, right? Like we could have been entering from two different parts of it, and then if a monsoon came or it flooded, we would be forced into the same area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think we should be in the main, like altar room mm -hmm. of the of the temple. Like I think we should be trapped like with the, yeah. the like whatever shrine altar whatever. Yeah, I agree. Did you ever go to the caves that are right near you, Crystal Caverns? I, I'm you, sure as a child. where you grew up? I'm sure as a child, yeah. Oh, man. That cave system is really cool. And they have a, um, they have this really, they have like a wedding chapel area. They have like a, a cave within the system that has all these like beautiful bronze leaves embedded that they put uh, candles behind. So like they light up the cave. It's like really I cool. feel like I remember this, but I have no actual recollection of this. And I'm starting to wonder if I am an android because I don't remember anything from elementary school, like beyond. Like right. I have no memory of anything really, except for like one or two memories. I think I might be... I think I'm. I think I might be some sort of android who's stolen someone's memories, but only went so far as sixth grade. I mean, we could do that for Starcross if you want. No, to. no, I'm worried that I might need to see a psychiatrist. I'm worried about my memories and how I. I know that I've been there. That place is like 15 minutes from the place that I grew up from. There's no reason I wouldn't have gone there as a child, and I have no recollection of it. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I have no recollection of anything from my childhood at all. Okay. I have, I have no idea. I have like a handful of memories where I'm like, yeah, I know that happened before, but maybe I'm going crazy. Okay. But no, I do know what you're talking about. I think. Yes. Okay. So we are going to switch roles from last time. Yes. I'm going to play the lead and Diana is going to play the follow. Yay. 
And I think we're going to take a minute to make our characters because we haven't really done that yet. Right. Do we need anything else for... We know what's we know what has brought them together, mm -hmm. the King of the Temple. We know what is keeping them apart. They're on opposite sides of right. this conflict. Right. Um, and I think... Um, I don't know that... We, I think we just need to go and start creating our characters. Yeah. All right. Let's All right. do that. All right. Boo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So we have made our characters. Yes. Uh, Dinah, would you like to introduce your character, or do you want me to introduce mine? I'll, I'll introduce mine. Okay. So my character is Fatima, and what is the most my most attractive feature is my strategic mind. And what are two things about me that I don't realize are attractive? My legs and my smile. Girl is built. Mm -hmm. I did a hand motion that you can't see on the internet, but like I did a thing. I'm very attractive. Fatima is not Diana. Okay. Anyway. Um, why can't I act on my feelings? Because he is the enemy. And why is that important? This war slash the enemy are the reason that I was taken from my home as a child. Oh, shit. Um, specifically, they take the children and train them so that they can be, like, warriors. Okay. Right? And so I blame the enemy for making me a warrior. I don't think I would have been a warrior had I been able to live a normal childhood. So your clan. Yes. Or village, city, what I, do we think? I think... Probably clan. Okay. Because that can be very large. So your clan takes children... When they're at war, okay. they train them young. Oh, okay. So that they can be, like, as skilled and as... Like, so that they're superior. If you start them young, then they have a lot more years to build those skills than if mm -hmm. you start them when they're older. All right. That... Cool. So it's like... like during wartime, parents lose the right to their children. Yes. And the children become, like, wards of the state. They yes. become, like, conscripted. Yes. And cool. they have to... It's just like all those bad spy movies. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are some good ones out there. I've only seen the bad ones, because that's, like, my taste. But those bad spy movies where they take the orphan children and make them into spies that murder everybody. Yeah. It's like that, except that these aren't orphans. Yeah. These are just the children. Okay. And so I blame the enemy slash the war. But there wouldn't be a war if there wasn't an enemy. Blame the enemy for me losing my childhood. I That's think, very good. I think I would be different. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't going with a trope. Killed my family. Wasn't doing it. Is that what you went with? No. Oh, okay. You just gave a face. I was like, oh, no. No, no, that's good. So I am Kasai. Mm -hmm. My most attractive feature is my or are my striking eyes. I, eyes are very was, bright and striking. I was hoping you would describe that. What do you mean, striking? Like, blue? No, I think they're just very, um, they're like these, like, uh, just beautiful, very bright. They uh, anime glisten. They anime glisten, okay. yes. And they're very, like, sharp. I think he, like, I think Kasai looks a little angry all the time, mm. but in a way that is very sultry. Does he have, this is an important question, does he line his eyelids with coal, or does he just have thick, dark eyelashes all around his eyes. Because I have found that people who, like, have those anime... Mm -hmm. uh, like, they, they like... Their, their eyes are framed very nicely. With either very dark eyelashes all the way around, mm -hmm. or they line their eyes with coal. Uh, I think he lines his eyes with coal. Okay. I like that. Uh, two things that I don't realize are attractive are my arms and my dry sense of humor. I cannot act on my feelings because she is the enemy... And why that is important to me is because the god 
or goddess. We haven't decided yet. Mm-mm. But I think she Can should... it be both? Uh, yeah. Not like a non-binary... Yeah. Like, we'll like, use the term god. Yeah, like presents itself however you want to see it mm-hmm. kind of thing. So like I might see it as a goddess, but you might see it as a god. Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. We could do something like that. I if was not, if thinking, that makes it too complicated, then. No, no, not at all. I think that's very interesting. Like, there is definitely traditions in Hinduism of... Which, I, it, 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 what, that connection will make sense when I get to my next part. Okay. Of, like, non-binary, dual-form god goddesses. Mm-hmm. But the reason this is important to me is because the god or goddess or the pantheon or whatever... Uh, dictates that defending one's family is the most important virtue. Mm. Uh, so, like, literally I'm thinking of in terms of dharma. Dharma demands I side with my father, who is a, a, a general or a leading force for my clan or for my side. Got it. Which is, like, a major theme of the Mahabharata, mm-hmm. uh, like, the Indian epic about two warring families that, like... You can't just switch to the side you believe in. Like that, that's like a major point of the Mahabharata. Okay. Is that there are generals in the Mahabharata who are like, my side is wrong, but it's my family, and I have to be on their side. Otherwise, yeah. I'm breaking Dharma, and that's evil and wrong. And I can't do it. Yeah. So they're literally like one thing. One of the reasons I love that story so much is because there's so much internal conflict between like what a character believes is right and what they know they have to do. Okay. And I think that's where Kasai is. Okay. Like, he knows he has to, like, he has to fight. He can't fall in love with Fatima because that would be going against Dharma. Right, right. Oh, I like that. Mm. That's good. That's really good. I like that a lot. So we have this non-binary god goddess. Mm-hmm. Um, are they... I'm, I'm thinking of them as part of the pantheon. Yeah. Which is why, like, maybe we could... Like, why we both specifically have a connection to this mm-hmm. god goddess yeah. um i'm just gonna use goddess i don't care i mean i feel like god is more gender neutral is it not is that just because i've been raised in the western society deity deity there we go so we both worship the same deity what what is like the mm-hmm. domain of this deity truth luck righteousness <laughs> No, I'm just trying to think, like, where would you go, what what kind, what would be the domain that you would want right before a battle, right? Yeah. Like, well, because she could strength. be just, like... I can tell you why I'm here. Okay. I don't know if that'll help it. But I'm, yeah. I'm not here necessarily because of whatever the deity can provide. I'm here because that is the deity that my personal family slash my mother that I, like, was not allowed to know. Mm-hmm. This is the personal deity of my mother. That's why I'm here. It's like a connection that. to my family. Okay. It's not necessarily whatever this deity can provide to me. That's awesome. Like, I left my I left my mom when I was really young. This is my only connection to her. That's really good. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Beat that, story boy! <laughs> Beat that! I can't. I, but I, I like, um... I, I like that direction of, like, I don't think that the god, the deity, needs to be directly related to the battle itself. I think as long as they're personal to mm-hmm. the character. I think we can probably start and maybe we'll figure out what yeah. the domain is or what the idea... And, like, the de- the deity doesn't necessarily have to have a domain. Like, lots of gods in lots of cultures don't have a specific domain. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like a post-mythology thing or, like, something that classicists latch onto from Greek and Roman mythology because a lot of those did. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. 
think that's fair. But we know it is a non-binary deity. Yep. Uh, there, they have a the, a famous natural, or they have a famous shrine in a cave system. Mm-hmm. And a day, a few days, uh, the two of us snuck out at night from our respective clans to come pay our respects at this temple and got trapped here. Yeah. In a monsoon. Yep. I think they're, I think we're good. I think so too. So. Oh, I'm like nervous. <laughs> oh, I don't like this. I, I, I like this setup a lot. Um, I think we are a What little... if I mess it up? What if I'm, what if I'm too thick headed to realize you're flirting with me and I mess all this up? I know I'm in charge of this character, but like these, this it, is why it, I didn't like dating. It, <laughs> I was going to say, is, it, <laughs> is this your like dating anxiety coming up? The way the game works is. Kasai is the lead and mm-hmm. Fatima is the follow. Yes. Which means that Kasai acts with intention, like we said last week, act yeah. with intention. Uh, and Fatima acts accidentally, Un- yes. unintentionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think makes a lot of sense but with the characters that we created. I did not do that on purpose. I wish I could say that I did. I didn't. So on your turn, we, we switch taking turns. The lead always acts first and the follow always determines when a scene ends mm-hmm. uh, so together we kind of set up the the immediacy of the scene and then we have we have we can make moves on our turn okay so the moves that you can make are you describe your character's movement and you describe a detail in the character's environment and you can do both of those as many times during the game as you want and they don't require a pull. If you touch the other character or you reveal something personal to the other character, you have to pull. Yeah. Uh, depending on whether or not you're the leader follow determines how many times you can do that. Um, and the other rule is that anytime your characters are talking in dialogue, you have to be touching the tower, which I'm already scared to do. I know, I'm already shaking. Yeah, I think once you make the move, it turns to the other person. So I can only describe my movement uh, and slash or my detail, and then it moves over to you. Okay. That's how we played it last time, isn't it? I believe so. It's a very straightforward game, which is another thing I really like about it. It is not terribly, like... It's not complicated, really. Uh, And we do have prompts for our scenes. So scene one is an introduction. Should our introduction be before... Before or after we've been flooded in? I don't know. Maybe during? Yeah. Maybe maybe we're both like running from like the rising water to the but, altar. Yeah. And we get there as like the water is rising. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Alright, so I will go first by describing a detail in the character's environment. We are running from like I think maybe different parts of the cave yeah. system. Yeah. As this water is like very quickly rising, I think like I got to at least Kasai got to the temple like as the rain was starting to get serious, and he mm-hmm. started to realize that he was too far away from home, and he didn't know whether or not to turn back or to move forward, and he just went into the cave hoping that it wouldn't be too bad, and they he gets to the altar and or the shrine, and it is very dark. And the water is rising up to, like, his shins and still rising. And he walks up, or he runs up uh, the stone stairs that lead up to this little, like, uh, alcove area. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a large open room with the shrine to the deity 
and a bunch of spaces for candles and uh, I think like old offerings that that visitors had left long previously. Yeah. And Kasai is like drenched as he like runs up these stairs and reaches the top of the stone floor. I think that Fatima was already in the cave system when it started to rain. I think she, because she entered from a different part of the cave system, I think it was, I think it's a longer journey from where she started to where the the altar is. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she's necessarily wet, but she, but when it started to rain, she knew that she was like, effed, it's done. Like, I'm here now. I can't go back. By the time that, like, by the time she started to realize it, the, the cave was already flooding, like, because she had been walking in, so now she knows she's stuck here. And so she just continued to make her way to the altar, um, obviously as quickly as possible, because she knew that it was higher ground. But I think we probably get here around the same time. I think she was already in the cave system, though, when it started to flood. Mm-hmm. Like, she she didn't even know it was raining until it started flooding. Yeah. I think. That makes sense, yeah. So now we're both here. I'm not as good at describing things as you are. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, you are. You're great. So Kasai is holding his torch uh, because I imagine they had to light torches yeah. to get into the cave, right? Yeah. Uh, he's holding it out to his side so that he can see the torch that's approaching him on the other side. Mm-hmm. And I think he draws a dagger from his waist. Mm-hmm. And all right, so I have to touch this because he's going to speak. As you make, as Fatima makes her way up to the, the altar, he says, uh, who are you? <laughs> All right, so Fatima's making her way in, and I think she was not expecting somebody, so she her eyes haven't 100% adjusted to being in the room yet. Like, it's I'm assuming it's in, like, a cavern, mm-hmm. right? So, like, she was in a hallway, and now she's in a cavern with... A lot less light. Two lanterns are not going to be enough light to really illuminate everything 100%. So she can't really see him or because she, she wasn't expecting to. Her eyes weren't adjusting to that. And then this person started speaking. So she goes to pull out her sword. She just wasn't prepared for it. She goes to pull out her sword and goes, who's that? As she fully walks into the room. Yeah. Can I change what I said? Sure. Not who's that, but who's there. Makes more sense than who's that. That was stupid. I'm mad at myself for saying who's that. That's silly. Why? Who's there makes so much more sense. That is more cinematic. Who's there is more cinematic. It's a better statement. It's no. I mean, I I said who are you? I I think you're fine. I think cinematically, who are you should be met with who's there. So, Fatima's made her way up the stairs. Yes, my sword is not drawn though. I'm still drawing it out. Okay. The water is continuing to rise, like, mm-hmm. more rapidly. And I think it, like, reaches a point where it's filling up those those stairs um, up to the, the cavern. Mm-hmm. And Kasai, I think, takes a step back as Fatima is making her way up the stairs. And I think he looks at the way that Fatima is dressed... And I think, like, makes the connection Mm -hmm. that she is from the other clan. And he says, um, I'm Kasai of the Draugr clan. Um, So I think Fatima, like, she obviously can fully see him now. And he's stated who he is. And she is fuming now. She feels 
kind of betrayed, right? Like, so she fully extends her sword and points it at him and goes, Kasai of the Draugr. Draugr clan. I, I even just had you repeat that and I still messed that up. Um, Kasai of the Draugr clan. I am Fatima of the Sylph clan and I will be your death. As she points the sword at him. All right. He looks at Fatima. I think Kasai might be a little bit of a dick. Uh, <laughs> he looks at Fatima and he looks her over and he... Oh, I want to specify something. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This is important. I have an offering on my belt that's like visible. Like clearly I was coming to the temple. There's some sort of offering on my belt. Flowers, I think, on okay. my belt. I just want to specify that. Cool. Okay. I like that. Because I also should have had something then. Also, you should have done that as a move. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. I'm sorry. I think Kasai says, um, all right, yeah, he keeps his he keeps his dagger out, um, and he says, uh, I know what you are. You would spill blood in this place. That was good. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I think she was reacting on instinct. Like, I, like I said, she didn't know who, what she was walking into. She wasn't expecting this, like... So I think this all happened very quickly for her. I don't think she wants to spill blood, but now that she said it, she's not going to be like, oh, no, you're right. So how do I handle this? My deity will forgive me. That's it. I was going to try and say more, but I, can't, I just can't. I can't. So something that we both have not been doing that we need to, we should make sure that we do is that we do have to make a move if we want to talk. So we have to describe at the bare minimum either oh. our character's movements or the or the environment. Yeah, right. You're right. So it can be as simple as like... I took a half step forward. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So you're... No, I lied. I actually took a half step back. Oh, okay. I took Good. a half step back when I said that. All right. I like that. Kasai takes his, like, he, like, has both of his hands kind of up a little bit, and he Mm -hmm. has the torch kind of high, and he puts his dagger, like, in its sheath at his waist, Mm -hmm. and he says, um, I see that you've brought them flowers. I think that flowers would be a much better gift than my blood. All right, so I, I take another step, I take another step back away from him, and I start to sheath my sword as I say... Putting your weapon away was foolish. But I do think that they would prefer flowers to blood. Kasai turns to... I think there's like um, a whole bunch of stone outcroppings um, in the... Or, or stone... I'm trying to think of what they're called. There's a name for them. They're, they're, the thing for the lantern? There's like stone lanterns that are filled with oil. Um, oh, I know what you're talking light. about. Like the... Like a... Um, like like basins, like yeah. oil basins. Yeah, but, but like, I'm thinking like palm sized, yeah. like sticking out of the wall. Yeah, and there's like a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And I think Kasai says, uh, Kasai turns to the wall and he says, I, th- <laughs> I think we would do well to light a few of these. He looks over like the the water that's kind of like reached a stopping point, and he says, um, How far up? Like what? What are how far? Are we from the walls? How far is this water? Are we wet all the time? Is there somewhere for us to sit that's dry? How are you picturing this? I am picturing it as like a large like 20 by 20 room maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, the water has stopped like at the at the like the last step before our like the the room. Okay. How close are we to the walls? Like how Oh, like right now? Yeah, like how are we going to reach those basins? Oh, we're going to have to walk over to them. 
In the water? No. Like I'm confused the, where these stairs are and where these walls are. Did like, I mess that up in my head? No, no, no. Like a three-walled room mm -hmm. and then where the last wall is are stairs that lead up to the room. Got it. Is what Got I'm it. picturing. Yes. Does okay. that make sense? Yes. I pictured something different in my head, but that makes sense. So there's like the two caverns lead to this one room on like opposite. They're like they, the two they lead caves. to the one wall that leads up. Yeah. This, well, the lack of wall that leads to the stairs that goes up. Yeah. Okay. I understand. There's not two ways into this the platform that we're on. There's one way to the platform that we're on. Yes. And the platform is those stairs. That's what I'm picturing. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. That's not what I pictured in my head. I'm not good. <laughs> Again, today, I'm not good with thinking. You're good. I got it. Okay. Um, and Kasai turns to go start like lighting a few of these a few of these lanterns. I turn as well and start lighting some candles or some uh, lanterns and say. The only good idea one of your kind has ever had. A little, a little aggressive. <laughs> I hate you all. Remember? That's why this is important. Yeah. Because I hate all of you. Uh, all right. So Kasai walks and starts lighting lighting some of these lanterns. Um, yeah. I think that's good for a scene. For an introduction scene? Should we do more? No. No, if you want to end it there, end well, it there. Well, no, I just think that, like, we needed to reach some sort of compromise, like, some willingness to work together, and this is our first willingness to work together. My only concern is that neither of us have made a pull yet. Yeah, but I don't know that we need to in the introduction. Okay. We've got seven other scenes, potentially, right? Yeah. It's up to you. So what I'm doing right now is I'm looking at the um, suggested scenes, the next scenes, so the first one that we're in right now is the introduction, and then the second one is a little embarrassment. And I'm wondering, like, what the, the struggle that I'm having as the follow is, do I end the introduction to move into a little embarrassment now, or do we set up this scene a little bit more to enter into a little embarrassment later? So we have eight scenes mm -hmm. that we need to get, for a good ending, we need 20 pulls. Right, but... It, it is totally up to you if you want to cut this. I do have an idea for I, I I have an idea for a pull I would like to make this scene oh. if you want to keep going. Okay. Well, no. If you have an idea, then I'm willing to go. I'm willing to keep going. So, all right. Tell me what you just did again. Uh, I I turned to start lighting some of the can some of the lanterns. You are not the only one who's useful. I can do the same thing. Okay. Okay. And this is where I wanted. This is what I was hoping to get at least one more. Okay. See, you can't give me power to end a scene. I just... No. Just it is always, like, within your power. I just, like... Mm -hmm. I hate dating. This is so awkward <laughs> for me. Okay. Well, that's okay, because you're going to not like Kasai in a second. All right. Uh, because as you got... As, as they are lighting these lanterns, uh, Kasai lights a few, and then uh, I think they Started start on opposite after. ends, mm -hmm. and as they start moving closer, Kasai sets his torch down and if you don't want to go with this let me know cat just tried to jump in my lap and failed and Dinah's dying it's it's like somebody hit rewind on a video of a cat jumping it's the funniest thing i've ever seen <laughs> you okay? Yeah, it's just, I just wasn't expecting a random cat head to show up and then disappear. Yeah, keep this cat away from the Jenga tower. Um, Kasai turns and t 
tackles Fatima. Oh, was not expecting that at all. Um, and wrestles with her for her sword. Oh. And we can stop this at any point that you want to stop it, but my idea is I want him to tackle Fatima, Mm -hmm. grab her sword, unsheath it, and throw it into the water. That's not happening. That's okay. not happening, and now there's a fight. Okay. Well, so I, I do need to pull for him, like, grabbing her and tackling yes, her. Yes, you do. This is very stressful. There we go. There's a good one. So here's the question. This is, this is an important question because it dictates how many moves I can make. If I had been trained since a child to be a warrior, mm-hmm. would fighting back be instinctual Or would it be a thought-out process? I feel like it would be instinctual. That I wouldn't necessarily be thinking about what I'm doing. That makes sense to me. Perfect. So this is an unintentional touch, and I headbutt you. (laughs) Okay. I headbutt you. Perfect. Hard. Hard. Don't take my stuff. Can can he have gotten the sword No. He can be reaching for it. And then he gets headbutted. And you still have it, but he, like, got it out. Because I want him to have, like... A reasonable excuse for what he was trying to do. He can have it unsheathed, not out. So, like, it's still in the sheath, it's still in the scabbard, but it's partially or maybe almost fully unsheathed. It was clear that he was going for the sword. Yes. Yes, okay, that's good enough. Alright. Headbutting you hard. Take a warrior's sword. So Kasai goes reeling backwards, like clutching his nose Mm -hmm. um, and holding his head up. And I think he actually like dashes back to like the opposite wall. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think he yells out, he goes, "Um, I'm just trying to get rid of the sword, you crazy woman. Why didn't you get rid of your dagger, you crazy man? I think the light is like, the light of all these lanterns is like flickering um, and like casting like dancing shadows mm-hmm. like across the water and like all like around the room. And he says, uh, he says, I will toss away my dagger if you toss away your sword. Not a chance in hell. And so I grab my sword, I unsheath it, and I start chasing him around. <laughs> like to stab him. He just went after me and I'm a warrior. No. When you say chasing him around, like, if, like... We're running around the altar and my sword is drawn out. Okay. He, uh... He's gonna have to do some damage control here. He, like, runs to the side of the of the deity, and he, uh, he goes, Stop it, you savage! This is a holy place! You were so close to toppling that tower over, and I kind of wish that you had, because I'm so mad at your character um, right now. Is that revealing something personal uh actually well it could be i think it could be because it was you reveal that you find this place holy Uh, yeah i think what i want to say is um he says uh stop it you savage you you might not care about this place but to me it's holy okay there you go um was that unintentional Ooh, that's a good point maybe it wasn't no i think it's intentional yeah because he was saying like like, he said intentionally yeah. that this is a holy place to try to get you to stop chasing him. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize how bad that was. Who did? <laughs> That's really bad. It wasn't me. Did I do that? Yes, you did. How? This Jenga tower is towering on one block. Oh, wow. Right in the middle. We did so bad already. We did so bad. It'll be fine. How did I do so bad? I think I say... Oh, I really don't want to touch this. I think I say... If you didn't want bloodshed, 
spilled, then you shouldn't have attacked me. She has stopped running. Okay. Sword's still out. Because, again, I think she was just acting on instinct. He's still, like, uh, is still, like, cowering next to the deity. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, he says, you're right, you're right. I, I, I just wanted, I just didn't know if I could trust you, and I wanted to get rid of the, the blade. Let it be known that my clan are reasonable people. Instead of throwing our weapons into the river, basically, into the water, where we might never see them again, why don't we offer them to the deity? And then she takes out her sword, and she put, and she had it. She takes it from her hand, and she puts it on the, where the offerings are for the deity. All right. Uh, Kasai, like, steps out from by the, by the deity, and he, he looks at Fatima, and he looks at the sword, and he pull, takes out his dagger, and he sets it down on top of the sword. She inclines her head. Like a, good job, thank you. End scene. Cool. Alright, we got some, we got some pulls there. Yes. Uh, the next move is, or the next scene is a little embarrassment. Do you have any ideas for this? Nope. Oh, I have an idea. Okay. This is a dumb, dumb trope. Does someone fart? No. No. Um, but similar. Kasai and Fatima have been sitting in this room for a while. I I have offered up my offering. Like, I had my little prayer in the, okay. in the time between... What did Kasai bring? I think Kasai brought some, uh, like, baked goods. Um, oh, that's smart. Want something to eat. Well, and he offered them to the deity. Yeah. And I think he did his prayers and he did his worship. And I think Fatima did too. And it's been a few hours... And Kasai is looking uncomfortable and restless. <laughs> he needs to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. And I think he's been pacing around the, the, the room a yeah. lot. He's just been pacing. I mean, Fatima is no fool. I think she knows. She also has bodily function needs. And so I think she's, like, irritated at this point. She says... Would you sit down, you fool? He, he, he like, keeps pacing, and he goes, uh, the water hasn't receded at all, and that damn dripping is driving me insane. There's this, like, there's this constant, like, drip from somewhere in the cave. Yeah. Up from, like, all the water log. It's just... Do you think you're the only one affected by this? Sit down. She's irritated. She needs to pee. <laughs> Kasai, like, looks at Fatima, and he looks at the altar, and he's like, I can't sit down. I can't sit down. I need to find somewhere to go. We are both warriors, and we both understand the calls of nature. Why don't we both wade into the water and use this opportunity to both handle what warriors must handle. Because <laughs> I like gestures to his clothes mm-hmm. um, and he walks over to the edge of the water and he says, uh, he goes, we can't just wade into the water with our clothes on. We will like, or hmm, 
What, what would, what, how would you describe, like, why that would be bad? Like, we'll, we'll catch cold and die. Was he looking at Fatima when he was saying this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fatima stands up. So she starts undressing. Okay. And um, she goes, we won't catch a cold. I did this frequently as a child while I was swimming. We'll be fine. Um, and I think she didn't, she didn't intend to say that much. She wasn't intending on talking about her childhood. She was not intending on trying to make him feel comfortable. She just kind of, it kind of like came out of her mouth before she realized it. Okay. So I re- Just like, so she's talking about like a positive time in her childhood? Yeah. When she cool. would go swimming all the time and she did this when she was a kid. Yeah. Um, and so she's not getting naked. I know I need to pull. I know I need yeah. to pull. Um, she's not getting naked, but she's like getting down to her skivvies. Okay. Whatever that would be. Okay. Oh, oh God. I feel like I'm going to kill us. I'm so angry that I that I pulled that without realizing how dangerous it was. Mm. Oh no. Can you do it? <sighs> I like didn't breathe. Oh god, that was painful. Kasai watches Fatima undress and do does she go into the water? Yeah. Alright. I think I'm gonna use my revealing something personal unintentionally maybe I don't know you you decide oh actually I don't know if this is the most interesting way to do this but it's also Kasai undresses Mm -hmm. and he also goes gets down into his his skivvies which I'm picturing this is like bronze age I'm thinking of like not loincloth but what are they called linen no they almost like they like early like jockstrap looking thing oh yeah okay. you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah but he like takes off his leathers and his cloths um and like tosses them to the side i think um fatima can see he has multiple circle shaped scars um a- like around his abdomen that fatima would recognize as arrow wounds mm, okay yeah i guess he wades in like he wades in uh, afterwards, and the water is freezing. Yeah. Is that revealing something unintentional? I think so. I think so. I can only mark a move for it once. Yeah, but I think so. I think that's something personal and yeah. unintentional. I agree. Um, so her skivvies, just to make sure that we're clear, they are like, it's like a, I always say this wrong, this word wrong, a sh- chemise, sh- chest, it's like a little shirt. It's like a see-through white shirt. Why are none of these loose? None of these are loose. So she's got that and she's got like bloomers, just to be clear. Okay. <laughs> um, I hate this tower, it's mocking me. She she swam out and um, it's just like, obviously, right? They did their awkward bit, mm-hmm. wherever they did that. And then I think she's just enjoying swimming, even though it's freezing cold water. And they both just peed in the... That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, again, she used to do this as a child. I think she's just enjoying swimming. This isn't something that she got to do much since becoming a warrior. So I think she's just, like, swimming. And I think she probably, while he is maybe going back... Up the stairs, I think she splashes him. Here's the question. Is that touching the lead intentionally? I think it would count. You're making Or is it 
unintentionally. I know it's intentional. Yeah. There, but am I touching him? Yes. Okay. I think that would count as touching. Okay. We counted haptic feedback as touching yeah. him last time. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, she like splashes him. Again, she's just like kind of enthralled in the moment. She's not really thinking about mm-hmm. it, but she splashes him. I really hate you for what you've done to me. For making us play this game? No, for making it so hard. I don't know how I did it. I'm also taking the blame for that, but I do not remember pulling that block. It was you because I pulled my block from the very bottom. All right. Kasai feels this, uh, the, the water like splash against his back mm-hmm. and he runs up the stairs like, runs the rest of the way up to the thing, and he's, like, shivering, and his uh, loincloth is, like, dripping water. He has his, like, arms wrapped around himself, and he goes, Are you mad? This is not a time for fun and games. <gasps> <laughs> I think Fatima is still swimming around a little bit and still laughing, but I think that his statement kind of snapped her out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think now she's kind of like, oh... Can I kill the fun? Yeah, you killed it. And she goes, I suppose you're right. She says with a dead face. She went from laughing to like dead face. Like, I suppose you're right. And starts swimming up to the stairs. Um, This is an important thing that I'm going to point out. Because if we're going to do a hetero relationship, we need to play this right. She was in freezing water. (laughs) Her nipples are hard as she comes out. It's important. Is it important? She, yes, because she's wearing skin-tight clothing now. She was covered mm. before, but now she's soaking wet and the water was cold. Nips be hard. It's important to point that out. Toit nups. Toit nups. Um, Toit nips. Toit nips. So upset. <laughs> uh, I think Kasai was, like, glaring at Fatima, and then when she comes up out of the water and he sees her, uh, he just feels this, like, bright like the blood rush to his cheeks Mm -hmm. and he just like uh feels like his stomach flip Mm -hmm. and he like really quickly turns away from her um and starts walking back to his clothes and uh like kind of just stands near like the torch Mm -hmm. um and just kind of like like ignores her (laughs) and is just trying to like dry himself off in front of the torch um i think she got really embarrassed and like, d- because she was having so much fun and then he ruined her fun, she still wasn't quite mentally, I guess, prepared to leave the water, mm-hmm. right? And so I think she got really embarrassed that he saw her that way. And she's also at her lantern, lamp, flame. What's that called? It's not a lantern. You just torch. said torch. You just said it, yeah. She's at her torch, like, berating herself. I kind of feel like I just feel like that's like like if it were a movie right there could be more that happened there we could do you have more do you have something that you want to do I was just trying to think I'm trying to maximize our moves I know you are because I feel well because I feel like the two of them standing on separate sides of the room might be a good opportunity for an emotional reveal yeah or it would also be a good scene to end yeah so I'm okay with either. But it's your move, so I will end it if you can't think of something. But if you can think of something, then I will not end it. But I can't do anything intentional. So Yeah, but I can. Um, and I think I think they stand on either side of the room, like, in silence for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, I gotta go on. He goes, uh, I used to go swimming a lot in the river with my 
brothers and sisters before we joined the uh, before we joined the war. Well, and I just <laughs> lost the game. <laughs> oh, that was a cute moment, though. So I am going to mark that as revealing something personal, yeah. even though it dropped. I'm not sure if we get that one. Oh, man. Their story ended so soon. I know. I'm really upset. Well, here's the thing. I'm all right with cheating. No. <laughs> we can't. Okay. So, God dang it. Ah, uh, darn it. All right. So, uh, I'm so mad at myself. This was all my fault. Now, I'm trying to see if we count this up first or if we do an epilogue first. Well, I feel like we would have to count this up first before we could do an epilogue. Because we would have to know how it ended. The points tell us how it ends. So, whoever knocked down the tower, the player character is the one to act on their feelings. How many What? How many did we get? Probably not many. We got one, seven. Two, three, four. And I got three. Seven. Yeah, it wasn't the right time. You reveal too much too soon and the connection is irrevocable. How do you say that word? Irrevocably. Irrevocably. I'm adding an R in there. Irrevocably broken. Listen, I'm good with changing it. We can make it 11 points. We can recognize... <laughs> listen, we can recognize that it was a 10, but we could do a dream sequence in which they have hot, hot sex. <laughs> no, I mean, I think uh, I, I think it isn't meant to be. I think... Because uh, I opens up about, like, using... Like, how he used to go swimming with his family mm -hmm. before their clan got conscripted into this war. Mm -hmm. And... I think he looks to Fatima trying to interpret her reaction to that, like, brief moment of exposure. Mm -hmm. And I think whatever her response is, he doesn't interpret it as welcoming. Okay. I think that's fair, because I think her first response to that would be anger, but not necessarily, like, at him. But, like, anger that, yeah, I used to do this, too, before I was chosen for this war. I didn't choose this. It was chosen for me. And I don't think it's necessarily at her, but I think her first response would be anger. And so I think, uh, I, I guess, what, do they just wait for the waters to recede? I think it's probably tense, right? It's probably tense in there. And short sentences. Clearly no friendship. Clearly no anything else. And then when the waters recede, they kind of just, like, salute each other and go back the ways that they came and then murder each other on the battlefield. You think they see each other? I don't know. But I think that's what they resign themselves to when they start walking away. Yeah. You know? But we could pretend that we got an 11 and passions burn bright but fizzles quickly. I'm saying we could have a hot dream sequence where they make out. If we had scored 10, then I would be okay with fitting. <laughs> But we didn't. We did. We only scored seven. We did only score seven. So while that seemed unfulfilling. Yeah, I'm like disappointed I for know. our one year anniversary game. I know. But maybe this is a sign. You know me and my signs. Mm -hmm. They're only, I only believe in them when it's convenient. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is a sign that we should do maybe a series of specials for our one year. Maybe we revisit some other games. That we've played as well. Maybe we could do um, murderous ghosts or other games that we've played, but like shortened versions of them. 
We could do that. I would be down for doing Murder's Ghost. I'm not sure what we were planning to do for our Halloween episode this year. Um, you can always do Murderous Ghosts. That's true. Because they're always scary. We could do Murderous Ghosts. I would also be... I mean... So... Or we could play this again. Our result was that it wasn't the right time for Kasai and Fatima. <gasps> we could visit them again! That do, yeah. That doesn't mean they're never going to meet again. Yeah. Just that this wasn't the right time. Right! So... Oh my god, I actually really love that idea. I think they should meet again. I agree. We'll figure something out. Yeah. But and but yeah, we can do some more one-offs and like small return to stuff. Just as like a fun yeah, it's our one year. We can't return to the Red Robe Lich yet though because Red Robe Lich is coming back for Christmas. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's so. Well, exciting. I'm I'm excited about that. That's so exciting. Um, but maybe Robin could return yeah. or because I've wanted because there's a second half to that module that we did for our live show. Oh, okay. Um that we could bring Robin back. I was going to yeah. save it for our next live show, but who knows when that'll be. Right. So, um, and we're going to start prepping for the uh, uh, mead honey heist episode, yes. the mead-fueled honey heist episode, yeah. which will be interesting. I'm not entirely sure how well that game will work. I think that game will work okay one player. Yeah. I think it'll work all right. I'm sure it'll be fine. So, and here's the thing. You give Diana some mead and everything will be great. I, it has been a while since I had mead, but the last time I had mead, there was a reason it was the last time I had mead. <laughs> mead is uh, mead is good. Also, mead is delicious. We need to get a better Jenga tower. This Jenga tower stinks. It does. Some of the, I think some of the blocks are bigger than others. I'm demanding that you let me invest in another Jenga tower. In a proper actual Jenga tower? Yes. This one is a jumbling, jumbling tower. Yes. This, this cheap jumbling tower. I'm furious with it right now. I'm it so ruined. <laughs> ruined Kasai and Fatima. Well, listen, Kasai and Fatima, they were too young. They were too angry. It was too early. It was too early for them. They need to mature a little bit. Get a few more wounds on them. Oh my god, it's just like in Gundam 8th MS Team when they first meet at the, uh, they first meet before the big battle and then they meet again on the field and then they meet a third time after the big battle. Yes! And then just that's like that the thing. time that they fall in love. Just like that thing. I'm very excited. Just like it. Now I'm excited because we're going to come back to these characters. Yeah, we are. Because I am not satisfied Same. with seven. But And it's all my fault because I but, pulled that one well, bad but, that's, but listen, but that's how games go. Sometimes you roll ones after another and it just sucks and you don't get the thing that you want. So this is just accurate to that. Yeah. And also life because life is not full of happy endings. That's true. I like I like bittersweet sometimes. Yeah. That's not what I wanted for today, but that's okay. Because yeah. we'll come back to it. Yep. Thank so, you for sticking with us. Yeah, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. We will come back to Fatima and Kasai. I don't know if we'll come back with them next week or just sometime in the future. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they will be back at some point. Yes. So thank you for joining us and experiencing their first encounter with us. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. I don't have the book. Yeah, I do. Because it's our one year anniversary. Okay. So thank you, Zach B, for um, editing this show and making it listenable. Because this game, in particular, this game has a lot of, like, pauses. So if, if you're not listening to 15 minutes of silence, that's because Zach B made it sound like we know what we're doing. So thank you, Zach B. Thank you to In Love With A Ghost for their use of the song Chilling At Nemo's Place um, off of the album Healing. And I'm like so excited right now. I'm like going. Do off you want to start doing the outro? No, maybe. I don't know. 
Um, I, if, it makes sense. I do the intro every day, every week, so you should start doing the outro. Oh my gosh, changing up our format a year in. This is so exciting. Growth. <laughs> if you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us. Do that on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Tweet at us. Mention us. Uh, we have a Facebook. Be on there. Like, just interact with us, please. Poor, poor, poor. That would be great. It really does mean a lot to us when you mention us on social media or when you go on iTunes and you rate and sub and uh, when you rate and subscribe to us because that's how other people find us and we really enjoy doing this and we really enjoy doing this for you guys. You can follow us at Roba, which is like my favorite thing that we started doing in the beginning and then stopped doing. Arroba well, is the sign for mm -hmm. the app, but anyway, um, at HeartPointsPod. Please, please tweet at us. And I know a bunch of you guys have been tweeting, so continue that love. We did get, we got two tweets saying that they wanted us to do a drunk episode, which is why we are doing it. Yay! Um, so, you know. I also heard all of you wanting Esteban at this Evaristo. Evaristo, I'm sorry, Esteban is, well, we got one person saying he wanted Esteban there. Yeah. So, I heard your love. I heard it. I'll see what I can do. Um, but thank you guys. Seriously, keep tweeting at us and um, keep Facebooking us and all that jazz. Much appreciated. And just thank you, audience, for sticking with us for a year. It's been a wild ride and it's been a lot of fun to do and I can't believe it's already been a year. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But um, thank you for sticking with us and for helping us grow. And hopefully this next year we'll have many more exciting adventures and Diana's bad roles and Zach's amazing worlds and lots well, of fun things. And and Diana's excellent character oh, and listen, excellent plotting. And I like will murder ball everybody you put in front of me. Those are the only times I roll well is when there's like a sword in my hand That's and I have true. to murder someone. That's true. That's really when my rolls are well. So like, but my failed rolls are so much more interesting. More interesting things happen when I fail a roll. I, mean, I think. That's, I, that's, well, so that actually has now I have thoughts about like this game ending <laughs> early and like how a lot of games fail forward but this you can't really fail forward you can yeah. only fail to stop which I have feelings about but maybe the point of that is so that you continue to play like you rebuild and you play again and that is the failing forward maybe like right because we're not giving up on five that's true we are we are failing forward right we're, we're modifying we're it to fail forward exactly so maybe that's the point of this game is that you're supposed to fail this way I dig it yeah I'm gonna do it I hope you guys enjoyed it Yes, same. And I hope you guys enjoyed it so much that you listen to all of our other things and continue to listen to us and continue to share us. Yep. You gave the outro. I, I don't uh, remember I guess, how you do this bit. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us this week. We hope to have you again next week. And in the meantime, have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one.